you're about to listen to is an episode. Next thing you know, I'm going to be telling you it's produced, and then it's good. That's right, you're about to listen to a good episode's production. Did you guys want to hear my dream? It's probably not worth it. Sure. It's stupid. Um, it's stupid. You <laughs> Basically, you I mean, still, like... You can still tell. Okay. So, I guess, like, the scenario is that I am in a, like, a lounge room, like a family room or whatever, sitting room, uh, and, like, it's like a vacation house, I guess, and I think it was Chaz and Kay that were there, just, okay. like, around the room <laughs> on different little couches or whatever, and we had, I had a laptop, which is weird, because I have had one laptop in my life, and it uh-huh. sucked, but, and you guys had laptops, and we were recording, like, and... But I guess Renner and Janusz were, like, remotely recording still. So we were recording an episode, but, like, my brother was there, and, like, a couple other... I think, like, my my nieces and nephews were there, or somebody. Like, he was talking with them. They were, like, talking in the corner, and my brother was, like, also recording with us, and he just, like, when it came... He was gonna do a chapter, I guess, but then whenever... It got to him. He just told some random ass story, and I was just like, "What do you?" I'm like, "I guess we can leave this in." (laughs) Yeah, I was just like, "Well, is this gonna tie back somehow, or like you're just doing, you're going rogue now?" That's just how how first like a live live show recording will be. I guess. Yeah. So yeah. I can't wait. I also had like a while ago a dream where we were for some reason. Uh, recording a podcast in one room but for for some reason we were like outside in a garden and sitting around Ooh. a laptop that's a great nice. fancy open and air and i i don't remember for which reason we weren't able to record but like something went maybe because we were outside going very wrong. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah anyway that's my story i woke up and i was like oh, what the fuck <laughs> in podcast like this <laughs> I was I like mean... the audio is gonna be shit like there's people talking in the background <laughs> my brother is <laughs> going like I don't know what the hell he was talking about and we were like literally recording outside in a garden my version so and and it, that sounds it didn't great. look like my actual garden it's like if I if I think back on it it's the closest image to that that I can relate to the way that garden looked like in my head or in my dream is uh that scene in uh poor blood more cop 2 when they're like in that garden with the isn't there like a the bird, bird. Yeah. yeah exactly <laughs> the movie everyone everyone knows of this everyone the the touchstone that we all share yeah, yeah. Books. This is a book that came out in uh, the year 2000. The third book in the series is the longest book in the series in my books. In the novels, write the book in the first book. Books in the uh, books. Books. The fifth book is about to come out. Two books in the books. He does that in the books too. Where, who are we? Where, what is this? Yeah. I'm going to introduce the podcast. This introduction is a little bit longer than usual, but just let me go ahead with it. I'm just waiting for you to start saying, like, what the fuck did you just say to me, you little bitch? No. I'll have you know I graduated top of my class with the Navy SEALs. No, I'm I'm taking the the feedback we got on 
being more parasocial, and I'm working on it. Okay. <laughs> All right. I tried that a while ago. It, didn't, it wasn't good, I don't think. Yeah, I think you cut it out. <laughs> All right. I'm going to introduce the podcast now. Hello, and welcome to A Song of Babies and Puppies, and A Song of Ice and Fire reread podcast for people who just want someone to validate their new theory. Hey, you. That theory you have about Jack and Hagar? It's confirmed. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> My name is Kay, also known as Some Strange Glittery Bird. Aww. Hi, I'm Chaz, and I weep often and easily. Uh, hi, my name is Emmanuel, and I'm a bitter creature who eats dust and drinks shadows. <laughs> my name is Janos, and I'm pushing the traditional red button on recording of the podcast. cast. Okay. Pretty <laughs> good. <laughs> oh, I get it. It's like the three things Danny has to do, mm-hmm. the rituals. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Uh, hello, I'm uh, Reiner, the Rhymer, and I have a soft heart, but my head is even softer. <laughs> oh. All right, great introductions from all of us. And you know how we introduce our podcast after that is uh, we hear about the news. Uh, we do uh, we hear transition. about the news. Yeah. Do we have uh, news? And I am trying to start here because I am having <laughs> computer issues. So. Oh, that's too bad. This is from... So, as I said, my computer has been <laughs> broken today. Uh, that said, I just posted a link in mm-hmm. the news segment chat and I asked you to open it and it. tell me yeah. if uh, this website actually looks as broken as it looks on my computer yeah. because the bulletin okay, it's not you the only thing that's broken is yeah, that like they the... posted the same picture twice oh scroll down please <laughs> I do like the same picture twice wait but these are different versions of the same picture <laughs> they look Why slightly this... different they're just differently cropped, more. I think. Yeah. Like the, the the top picture is a bit more cropped. So this is from the bulletin time. And okay, it's this is pretty broken. James I do like Ashley the very called... small Danny and John. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go through step by step. So this is because our listeners don't know what we're talking about. So this is an article mm-hmm. called Georgia and Martin Confident that Winds of Winter will be ready in twenty twenty one. Uh, and it starts with, like, first of all, before, like, any subheader or anything, first of all, we see an image of George R. R. Martin, like, at a convention or Q&A thing him. or whatever, holding a microphone, very jolly. It's a great picture. Then you scroll mm-hmm. a bit more down, and you see the same picture, except it's a bit differently cropped. <laughs> uh, it's, like, a little zoomed yeah. out. But it is the same image. It's yeah, just, it's the like... exact same image. <laughs> and then it's a George R. R. Martin at the Harbour Front Literature Festival in Hamburg, Germany, in June 2015. And then the actual article starts. Four and a half years ago, on January the 4th, 2016, CNET and Español published an article in which George R. R. Martin announced that there would be a delay in the appearance of his new novel, The Winds of Winter. So any predictions of when the new book in the saga will be published, A Song of Ice and Fire, which inspired the series Game of Thrones, should be taken with high doses of skepticism. No, I won't. (laughs) (laughs) They're all true. Now, you might be asking why is this relevant, but luckily the article answers this. This is relevant because Martin himself posted on his blog, not a blog, on Tuesday, June 23rd, that he has made significant progress in writing The Winds of Winter and that he trusts that it will be published in 2021. And then there's a shocked face emoji. Yeah. Wait, did he really say that? (laughs) I don't think he said that, did he? 
No. No, because after that, there's a quote, and it doesn't say anything about 2021. So this is just one of the many quotes that we already quoted a thousand times. This is not important. But after the quote, there's like a huge blank space on this page. Then there's a very tiny image of <laughs> John and Danny in a slowy, snowy landscape. But and wait, they're says, like... The, the tiny Danny John image is like in a in a larger HTML box. Yeah, there's supposed of... to be a video here, I think. Yeah, there is supposed to be a yeah. video. Maybe the image <laughs> is supposed to be a video. It, it has text that says 209. That's like a like mm. a timestamp, yeah. as yeah. if this mm-hmm. is how long the video is. But it's just text on a on a web page. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> so it's not embedded in anything. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it just says below it playing. <laughs> Colon, playing, then it says this. watch this colon and then it says game of thrones comes to an end where to see its actors and then it says 209 i think like, that's that's another clue it. of how these how these articles come to be is that a bot is just going over a screen probably of real articles and like mm-hmm. duplicating them and here it just went over like the the preview of a video or something like that but if you click in the general area, yeah, a box ap- around it appears. Interesting. Yeah. Where does this lead us? <laughs> this, cause, cause, yeah, this does seem like this. This would be significant. This box, but mm. yeah, I don't I care. Well, ch- Chant it down as, as another clue. Yeah, yeah this is another clue. Two o nine. John and Danny kissing in a snowfield. Wait, what's well, that? Isn't kissing, there like a room two o nine thing? No. no. Is it The Shining? I don't know. <laughs> uh, then there's another George quote, and then it says, CNET pop is your... Like, <laughs> yeah. in the George quote, it says, I have bad days which discourage me and good days which encourage me, but in general I'm satisfied with how things are turning out. He added, CNET pop is your source of information with the best of cinema and TV series. <laughs> in the text, Martin yeah. also reviews... So By the way, like, the CNET... That is not the website that we're on, so... That is not the website... Interesting. When you click on the photos on the bottom, you get to that Spanish uh, scene. Oh, then we get to see it. Okay. Yeah. So they grab that article just from CNET, I suppose. So this is a Spanish article. Okay. Okay. I guess guess we're closer to the puzzle now. Photos, yeah. The photos. 37 piece of Baelish. Is there anything else good in here? Yeah, and th- and then it ends with uh, the most visceral game of- deaths of Game of Thrones photos, and then we see um, just a regular picture of Littlefinger. Yeah, <laughs> a great picture of Littlefinger. He's not. And then dead, another uh, great picture uh, of Ramsay and the dog. The dog looks nice. I never saw this scene, but the dog looks nice. It sucks shit. <laughs> this scene is the thing. It's about how Sansa is having epic revenge by sending yeah. the dogs at Ramsay. It's great. You'll have to see it. Uh, Mas Viscerales de Game of Thrones. <laughs> if you click through to the mm. Spanish yeah, site, there's a, the list, there's a list of 37 of them. Mm. There's 37 of the most... Oh, but it's interesting because the Spanish website doesn't link to this the original of this article. It's just a different article. Okay. Yeah, they just mashed. They're doing a remix <laughs> of articles. Ramsey Bolton comido por perros. Comido por perros. That's what it says. <laughs> See? What? Joffrey Baratheon 
envenenado en su propia boda. No. Okay, 37.6 is Ramsey. Uh, yeah, 35 is, jo- is Joffrey. How is... Fuego, Valerio. Todo el mundo acepta. Fuego, Valerio. So yeah, that says like the, 30, the 34th most visceral death is just everyone in the Sept of Baylor. Okay. <laughs> Honestly, it's not Which very Which is visceral. fucking... Like, there were fucking. named characters in there, right? Like, mm. fucking... Yeah. Loras was in there. Loras <laughs> and o- Olena. All were the Tyrells, basically, except yeah. Yeah. Olena, yeah. The entire house. Temporada a través yeah. de la Puerta de la Luna. A la Puerta de la Luna. <laughs> Ned Stark, decapitado. No. Is that number one? <laughs> or is that also pretty also down? But how That's is like, Mr. Pycel is 29. Like, how is that a more visceral death than Joffrey? Who remembers Mr. Apeñanado por niños. Wait, wait, wait. Let's let's play this game. I'll I'll read the the manner of death in Spanish and you tell me who it was. Okay. okay? After okay. alienating our Australian listeners last week, we're gonna we're gonna alienate any Spanish speaking this week. Great. Ejecutado yeah. por fuego de dragón. Okay, I have that opened right now so I can uh, uh, that virus. Yes. It's the. Yes. Uh, yes. I was gonna. I was, I was gonna guess the Tarleys. I was gonna oh, guess the. It could be anyone to be honest. I forgot okay. that Varys. You know, I was still convinced Varys <laughs> made it out and slipped into the sea. Yeah. He did. So he A puñalado por sus hombres. Killed by his brothers or something. Is it John? John Snow? It's John. Yes. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Everybody's man, I guess, hombres. Okay. Yeah, that I immediately sounds better in Spanish. Oh. El, El Premier Dracaris de Danny. The Slavers. The Piapri. Oh, okay. The who? There are a couple of those. Piapri. Piapri. Okay. Can you give us that line in Piapri voice also, as well as Spanish? El Premier Dracaris de Danny. <laughs> this is fun. This I like is... this part of the new segment. <laughs> okay, assassinado por un sombra. Assassinated by a hat. Uh? Uh... Is it? Is it the waif? Oh, it must wait. be the waif. Mm. What was your stress? Waif? No, no, no. Uh. Who was assassinated? By a hat. See, I haven't seen most of the series. What though. afraid? No, no. Well, but no. what if I told you it was Un Hijo Sombra? Uh, I don't know. What a Sombra Son? Mm, a Sombra no. Boy? Sombra, sombra is... is a hat. No, I that's think. a sombrero. No, <laughs> yeah. wait, a Sombra is a, is a type. It's like. Isn't it? It's a Sombra because it makes a shadow. Oh, Sombra. Oh, Renly. Oh. Is Renly. Un hijo Sombra. Renly was killed by a hat, famously. <laughs> it's like Speedwagon in, uh, in Jojo doing the hat speed. <laughs> he put a hat on and it slit his throat and then everyone mm-hmm. was so confused that they sort of mentally came up with a hallucination of a shadow and mm. blamed it on that. All right. <laughs> Okay. okay, give us one last one here, and then we can close the new segment, because we've been going. It can also be an awning. 
Okay. Muerto por las puñaladas de los espectros. Oh, espectros is ghosts, right? Or spirits. Mm-hmm. I don't know what puñaladas Who are the puñaladas de los... Uh, is it killed by white walkers? I believe that might be what it means. It's Hodor, probably. Uh, yeah, Hodor. The answer here is Jorah Mormont. Oh, what? shit, okay. <laughs> oh. I don't even remember. Well, oh, I, I guess in the great uh, Long Night episode. Yeah. I forgot about this. Uh, Cersei just pouring a bunch of wine into Acepta's face. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. Wow. Wait, wait, one more, one more. Okay. Okay. Por un arpon de del rey de la noche. Rey de la noche is nice boy. Rey de la noche. Rey de la noche. Who was killed by the Night King? By a harpoon. So it's the. I think it's Viserion. It's Viserion. Yeah. Viserion. Yeah. Oh shit. He killed two guys. It was Viserion. Yeah. Waymaroid. It's a pic of his his spooky blue eye. God, I love Raid that noche. Wait, the one for a red wedding just says attack surprise. It was a surprise <laughs> attack. It's true. Okay, okay, that's enough. Thank you, CNET.com in Espanol. Mm. This is uh, the best news segment we've ever had. <laughs> Gracias. Raid de la noche. Gracias. Gracias, Raid de la noche. Gracias. Uh, <laughs> El weddingo reto rojo. What is wedding? Yeah. El mariaje rojo. Gracias, uh, any Spanish speakers still listening to roja. us. <laughs> <laughs> the, the sad thing is, I did have like three years of Spanish at school. Yeah, uh, I feel uh, like decently confident uh, in my pronunciation. I just don't always know what the words mean. Yeah, I had three okay. years of Spanish, but one of them was the same class again because I failed. <laughs> I no, I was like, Spanish. I was like almost fluent in my senior year like of high school. Three days of Spanish, last one. Right. What, what do you, you say we get a, into the chapter? Got to take what you get yeah. in three days. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about the book because we have a lot of chapter to talk about. Yeah, we do. All right. This week we read Catelyn six. Is this correct? No, we started with five. I think Arya, Arya eight, Caitlin five, Daenerys three. Yeah, right. Daenerys 3. A rare, a rare Daenerys chapter. George really said that I, I have nothing in this book for her until like her, her like uh, cool trip a to yeah. the tower. Danny, mm-hmm. you, yeah. only, you only need three chapters for her. Tyrion, mm. oh boy. Let's get into this. Yeah. Oh boy. Tyrion 9 <laughs> next week. So. I did actually okay. kind of like the cha- like actually like the chapters this week. I think yeah, the any chapter was yeah. whatever, but yeah. I think this was an improvement away. over last week's chapters for sure. Hmm. The Danny chapter one is cool. all time good. All right, let's all right. get time? into it. Okay, are you time? So, Arya is still at Harrenhal. Um, Tywin Lannister has decided to leave. Um, Arya is doing a lot of tasks for this guy Weeze who is an asshole and hits her a lot um, and he's very changeable so she finds it difficult working for him um, she basically just sends loads of messages and is sort of trying to observe what's going on um, reading the messages and stuff because she can read and no one knows that she can read because they obviously don't know who she really is 
Um, she finds out that Amory Loch has been named Castellan of Harrenhal. Amory Loch. And um, obviously that's going to be a bit of an issue because the bloody mamas are going to stay and they hate him. Um, so there's going to be a lot of unhappy people fighting each other, probably. Did we um, talk about how Tywin made Amory Lork and uh, uh, other guy kiss in yeah, front of he everyone? Yeah, he made them hug and kiss and make up. <laughs> he made them yeah. put on their get-along sweater. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's just funny to me. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> Tywin was just like, I like to see it, so I'm... <laughs> Tywin is tripping yeah. yeah. He made them swear to love each other always. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the, the best the best dead moment he ever has. Yeah. Was, he never he never made his kids make up. No. Damn. But you two, you will be the Makes bestest of friends. He's like, enemy, enemy to lovers. Um, Arya, yeah, Arya um, finds Gendry... Um, because she's got to get a new sword for one of the guys, and he's just he's just chilling. He's like, I heard you yell for Winterfell. Um, and so did Hot Pie, but I covered for you. Just just saying. And she's like, fine, whatever. Um, Arya gets the sword, and she sort of is like, maybe I could kill everyone and run away. Can I just say about the Arya yelling part? Like that part is so funny. In a in a chapter that is not funny at all. But like that that small bit so like Gendry is covering her by saying uh, well I told you that you yet go to hell because yeah. both of us don't want the information to get out that you're Arya Stark from, of Winterfell so this is why I did this great thing for you that I covered you by saying this mm-hmm. and, then, and then Arya thinks to herself well go to hell is a stupid thing to yell people say yeah. it She's like, do people not I say this yell in, that in West yeah. Westeros she just so go to seven hells. In this scene. Yeah, yeah. She's just like, damn. Don't e- don't even help me. I don't want it. Um. Yeah. So Arya decides not to leave because she's like, there's. They'll probably just do something terrible to me after they've caught me, which they probably will. Um. She hears some people talking, and she's like, ah, oh, they're talking about my brother coming to kill them. Um. I hope he does. That would be great because we're we're part wolf, and then Weez hits her, and she's sad again um she decides to try and find jackin again because she hasn't seen him since she did the last um name um so she goes looking for him and finds rog 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 mm-hmm. instead Rorge. he's very creepy and disgusting Rude man indeed yeah um but when she mentions jackin it's implied that he's like afraid of jackin Mm-hmm. Which interesting. So she goes and finds Jackin in the bathhouse, and he's being like sexy in a in a tub. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's got like a serving girl pouring hot water over his head. He's just like, yeah, he's chill. Um, and he hears her coming in, even though she's trying to be very sneaky. So he's got good, uh, good senses. Um, and she basically whispers wheeze to him because she wants him to kill wheeze. Um, and he's like, yeah, whatever. She goes back, they have food. Weeze is more of an asshole, doesn't give her the meat he was going to give her, but hits her again. And then she tears her dress, and he's like, you have to mend that before you go to sleep. She does her little prayer. Um, She wakes up, and Weeze is still alive. Um, Tywin Lannister leaves. Arya's like, fuck, why didn't I just say Tywin Lannister and seriously affect the course of the war, rather than just killing people who aren't important? Um... 
So she goes to find Jack and again, but it's too late. Weeze has been eaten by his dog. <laughs> and everyone's like, that's kind of weird because he was best friends with the dog and now it's just like licking up his blood. Maybe it's because Harrenhal is haunted. Um, and Arya's like, okay. And she sees Jack and Hagar and he's like, yep, two down. I, I don't think the implication is that he was killed by the dog. I think it's just... Oh, the dog's like, just eating him. Yeah, he's just nibbling on, on his face. I think that Jack and Hagar did mind control on a dog. Yeah, I thought he did something that made the dog attack him, but I don't know what. I think he's magic. He is he is he is pretty epic at the end of this chapter. I like when he yeah. he casually lays two fingers across his cheek. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Jukan is very chill. He's a cool he's... guy. Hmm. Yeah. He's pretty good. And we were discussing in a previous episode if George actually knew at this point what the fuck Jacan's deal is even gonna be. And it does feel a lot to me like he just came up with this cool guy. Yeah. Hey, you guys want a cool guy? I I Mm -hmm. like the cool guy that he has for me. Thank you, George. Yeah. Wow, half his hair is red and half is white. I wonder if this means (laughs) anything. Um, he's cool. He's He's cool. He's an anime villain. Some people just have a hair like that. Mm-hmm. 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 It's probably just his natural hair. Yeah, it's, it's just his normal hair. He got, he got like, really scared one time, but only half. Yeah. <laughs> and that's why he can always hear you coming now when he trained. Yeah. The, like, the rational part of his brain wasn't scared, but the irrational uh-huh. half was scared. And that's why that, yeah, the rational part said fear is just chemicals in your brain, so... Yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. Maybe maybe it's a, it's a glitch in the in the faces like you put on a face and the hair color. <laughs> what are you talking like, about? Transfer yeah, we, don't, we don't know anything about. This that. is normal face. Yeah. What's a face? What right. is a face? Let's get into mm. it. Okay. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Do we have any anything we want to pick at for this chapter? Or is kind of straightforward. I have a few. Yeah. I have, like, a small thing, because, like, since we discovered that you put the freaking Three Stooges in A Song of Ice and Fire, mm-hmm. I'm... Mm-hmm. No reference is gonna be too stupid for me that I will say George did not do that on purpose. So, there's a part where, um... Oh, yeah, I think where I he know lists all gonna... the banners that, uh, uh-huh. that roll mm-hmm. in, and it's... It says uh, Red Ox and Golden Mountain, Purple Unicorn and Bantam Rooster, Brindle Boar and Badger, a Silver Ferret and the Juggler in Motley, which is, by the way, I think the Juggler sigil that you mentioned earlier. In- yeah, that's mm-hmm. what I was going to mention. We have a house for yeah. well, uh, shout out. And then it goes Born on. Juggler. And the final two are Blue Beetle and Green Arrow. Both of these are minor DC superheroes. So. Yeah, yeah. Those are confirmed references. A- it's pretty Blue confirmed Beetle? to me. Yeah. The blue beetle, yeah, is a guy. He's not actually a okay. beetle. They just call him that. What's okay. his name? The the tick? No. That's no, not this was actually named the blue beetle. Yeah, there's like a real superhero. Oh, okay. uh, is he the tick like the like joke version? Yeah, parody? probably. Maybe. Blue beetle is like a golden age or silver age superhero, so he's very goofy. Mm-hmm. He has oh, a friend. Great. Never heard of Oh, yeah, his friend is great. What's his name? The, the like... It's like booster gold or something yeah, yeah yeah anyway this is confirmed that george just put some funny superheroes mm. in his yeah fantasy book and yeah. it's the kind of superheroes that george would like right like yeah. he, he's probably not <laughs> so much into, green arrow uh into batman and more into like the goofy ones 
let's see what other notes I have for this chapter. It really is basically just like Arya has a bad day, so she decides to kill a guy, and then she's like, "Oh yeah. shit, I should have not yeah. done that." Yeah, and I mean, it's like George is really hammering it home at this point that, uh, well, rationally, you know that, or Arya herself knows that she could have killed more powerful people, but but he really uh, really hammers it home how fucking a bad time Arya is having, so that it's understandable why she would pick Whis instead of, you know, Tywin. It's kind of a metaphor of, like changing the people in the system instead of changing yeah. the system yeah. itself yeah just trying to get rid of immediate issues rather than reforming the entire system and it, it, she is very funny when she's thinking of who to kill because at one point she's like maybe i should kill hot pie yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the biggest issue yeah uh-huh. just my friend who's annoying yeah. she's she's gone mad with power she can kill anyone <laughs> it's true yeah, there's a. I mean, they. He does a lot of things to like make her to stall her getting to that realization that she could have killed better, like more powerful people. Because like, she has her first one. We already talked about how oh, that was basically like a test run, and then the very next, like, like very soon after, Tywin is getting ready to leave. Like he's leaving, and yeah. she can't find Jack and to do anything about it yeah. until like. He's basically already gone. And then, the, yeah, it puts, like, this little, I mean, kind of minor drama with Whis uh, in the grand scheme, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't have a whole lot. Yeah, it's not a lot going on in this That's chapter. That's the funny comedy bit in there that people are just, like, uh, sending her with insults to each other that she never yeah. repeats. Yeah, yeah. No, no, nobody's having a good time in this castle. No, it is a cursed it's castle. a horrible place. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I There's some last want... hero math, but I don't think it really means anything here. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, you so can just list, we... just list it quickly if it's not like discussion worthy, really. Yeah, it's not much. Uh, a dozen people get to Weiss's corpse before Arya does, and also the dog is there and it dies too, so mm-hmm. I don't know if that... Because uh, the last hero was supposed to yeah. have a dog that also died. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. And Arya gets a lot of last hero math, so mm-hmm. there will be my like, better one... ones to chew into later. Yeah. My one myth thing for this chapter is Lord Tywin has an ermine cloak. Is that like a sable cloak? It's like a an ermine is like a kind of weasel, right? Yeah. Uh, they're like yeah. Yeah. It could yeah. be. Ferity, they're like white with black spots. Yeah. Got got to be keeping an eye on these weasel clothes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have they're to say, the clothing descriptions were like just like language-wise really confusing to me because it also says his charger wore a blanket of enameled crimson scales and gilded. Chinette and Chanfron. Chanfron, yeah. what the fuck is that? They're like horse armor bits. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like how it takes like however long to describe Tywin's armor and then it just says his brother Sir Kevin looked near as splendid. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin is just a shitty Tywin. Yeah. Poor Kevin. I think Kevin's kind of hot. <laughs> Do you just say you think Kevin is hot? What? Is he ever know. described? <laughs> He's described as worst Tywin. 
I think yeah. he's better he's like, Tywin. Um, fucking Liam Hemsworth. No, Tywin's shredded. Oh, yeah. to, to Tywin's Chris Hemsworth. Exactly. Yeah, I think he's, he's sort of, you know. No, Chaz is just <laughs> interested in, you're into second bananas. He's probably sad. You yeah. like Luigi more than Mario, don't you? He's like a slightly better person than oh, Tywin. I mean, he still sucks. He's still an awful person. He's just not quite as bad as Tywin. And he's yeah. probably, you know, still kind of hot, just not quite as hot as Tywin. Like, he doesn't have a... How was Tywin's... He doesn't have the flattest belly, he just... He's got a little bit of a, yeah. a belly. I think he's supposed yeah. to... Yeah, I think it does say that he's got, like, a little bit of a belly. Mm-hmm. Which fits with, you know, because this is becoming an ongoing thing on the podcast I co-host with Chaz is the persons, the people you think you are hot. <laughs> at, at one point, we're going to learn something from this, but I'm not quite there uh, yet. You're going to put the pieces together and one day it will all make sense, but yeah. not, not today. <laughs> Kevin is just another question mark, like another pin I am putting on my um, <laughs> on my wall. <laughs> Listen, finding Mark Marin hot is normal. Um, okay, <laughs> what about next chapter? Who's got let's talk about that? Yeah, let's talk about the the big one this week. Okay, so uh, Caitlin has made it through all the all the bad areas in Winterfell and is uh, closing closing in on River Run. And uh, two days before they would have uh, arrived, they are picked up by some Freys. And are brought to a camp that is uh, Martin Rivers uh, Rivers's camp, who is some some of uh, Waterface bastards. She gets the the latest war news segment uh, from everyone. Change like what what's going on war wise, and uh, they escort her back to River Run when they uh, camp for the first time. Uh, Brienne comes to her and asks her uh, if she can leave, go after Stannis. But then Caitlin gives a gives a big speech to her about there's no there's no use in fighting for the dead. She fight for the living, and uh, uh, in the end, Brienne says, "Okay, I'm gonna stay here with you and uh, mm. wear service to you." And uh, Caitlin accepts. Brienne is so cute. It's good. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, I, I didn't do I justice with that uh, with that summary. Yeah, really I don't know if we want to discuss how... it more later or. I'm gonna say it. It, it reads like uh, Brian doesn't really want to go after Stannis. Yeah. I don't know. And yeah, it's kind she of relief that, that Caitlin uh, like wants to keep her around. No. I mean, Brienne has kind of lost her purpose in life. Yeah. Suddenly. True. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so you know, yeah, she's looking like, for oh. some new purpose, and that's gonna be a theme, right? Mm. Yeah, and who else would yeah. she join at this point? She can't really join yeah. the Lannister side. She certainly can't join Lannister side, obviously. So. Yeah, I mean, yeah. by by joining Cat here, basically makes her mm. join like no one because he doesn't. Yeah, like she's to yeah. just to like to rob. Yeah, you know. Mm. Mm. There's there's a great bit where Cat's talking about her and she's saying on the way there, Brienne's like not really been talking and not really been joking. Um, with mm. anyone, just and says she's got like walls up as high as Winterfell, which is having problems making good. friends. Yeah, because well, there's this thing that Brienne does as well, where she like 
she acts sort of slow, um, even though she's not, because it means that people don't torment her in the same way. Um, and I think she sort of does it preemptively so people won't talk to her and then say something cruel. Yeah. Brynn is just so cute in this mm. little scene. Yeah, I like when she, she stares at the ground and shuffles her feet before she like <laughs> yeah. offers her service to Catelyn. It's so cute. <laughs> She's like, uh, what if I swore service to you? Haha, you can last. Can I have, can I have service, please? Yeah. I can have service. <laughs> so Cat uh, yeah. is her, her new adoptive mom, basically. Yeah, Cat yeah. is her new mom. Point. But it, it, yeah, it really is like that a, Cat's a little enough, bit. Because you know? Cat has like no <laughs> no daughters around right now. Mm. So. Um, Brienne didn't grow up with a mother, so it's yeah. like a yeah. uh, yeah. mother figure. Uh, let me see, because I have like almost okay. every dialogue they say in this scene underlined, because I think it's so good. <laughs> uh, yeah, because like even earlier when... Uh, when when Kat says, uh, I know how hard it is, and then Brienne says, no one knows. And then Kat said, oh, I know. <laughs> and then yeah. she says, I have no skill with swords, but that does not mean that I do not dream of riding to King's Landing and wrapping my hands around Cersei Lannister's white throat and squeezing until her face turns black. Like, that's kind of dark there, Kat. It's pretty badass. Yeah. <laughs> we, we she has a, a few thoughts of, like, uh, liking, uh, wanting to kill a bunch of people. Bepta. Yeah. yeah. I like how Brienne is like, no one understands how I feel. I had a yeah. crush on Renly and he died. Yeah. yeah. And Callum's like, my husband de- dead? Yeah. Right here? Me? No one's, no one's else's loved one ever died. Don't you understand? Yeah. No one else I'm the loved only Renly. One. I mean, it's like Brienne had a crush on like the idea of Renly and Kat's mm, yeah. lost her husband of many years, whom mm. she emotionally depended and loved very dearly yeah. over a long period of time. Yeah, this is like... <laughs> No one understands how I feel when NSYNC broke up. Yeah. <laughs> She's extremely teenager here. Mm. I love her. It reminded me a lot of John. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. He, he's also a funny teenager. Yeah. They would be friends. Oh, I think please. So. <laughs> George, give us, give us this one thing. <laughs> Let them be friends, George. Mm-hmm. They love to do honor. If... If Brienne becomes friends with Sam, I'm also okay with that. Oh, that would be so cute. Yeah. Oh, be so cute. Be uh, why not both? Yeah, yeah Brienne has Many two friends. hands. <laughs> For friendship. Friendship hands. <laughs> yeah. Jamie can hang on to her foot. Like... Mm-hmm. Jamie only has one hand, so... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that's spoilers. <laughs> That is yeah. Uh, they they mention they they mention here that uh, Renly's death was evil beyond mm. all doubt. So just jot mm. that down. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> okay. but, well, subjective. Like <laughs> <laughs> they do have a good talk about like what is kings, and it's it's once mm. again mm. a thing of like Brienne is also almost getting it, but not quite. Cause... I really like the point that she makes about how Stannis is not the rightful king because the rightful king is the Targaryen line and we killed him. Yeah, exactly. Like, I like that point because it's, yeah, true. But then she she still doesn't quite get it because she still says he would have been the best king, my lady. He was so good, Renly. Uh, Which is just... Oh, well, that's just cracked. This is just objectively not true. Renly would not have been the best king. Uh, Well, who would be the best king then? Yanos. Tell me. Nobody. (laughs) No kings. Well, 
because in the same bit she's talking about how like kings don't care about their people yeah exactly <laughs> and it's like randy didn't care about his people the only one who cares about the small folk is edmir um, yeah. So yeah, we'll, we'll get best, to Edmure. Best Edmure, king. best kid. <laughs> yeah. Soft of heart and so. Yeah. Oh. Oh, there's also a bit where uh, where Brienne says uh, to Catelyn, "But you have courage, no battle courage, perhaps, but I don't know, a kind of woman's courage." Oh, mm. woman's courage. Courage. Wow. A woman's courage. Um, it's where you fight really well. Um, yeah. Woman's courage. <laughs> I mean, we know it from the show that Brienne is about fighting really well, so... Yeah. Yeah, I like how Catelyn is like, I would murder Cersei barehanded. And Brienne's mm-hmm. like, oh, woman's courage. I see. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we like it. Yeah. Yeah, it's a because... man's courage if you use a sword. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Is Cersei's face going from white to black? Some myth stuff, is that like... Could be, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I have some myth stuff for... A moon. The next few pages when we get to Edmure. Alright. Uh, should I go on? Yeah, you can go on. I think, uh, okay. I yes. think we discussed okay. this short but beautiful scene yeah. uh, <laughs> well enough. Alright. So while they're making their way to River Run and on the last few miles, uh, Caitlin sees that uh, Edmure obviously has prepared the terrain for uh, for battle here. He has like put spikes and, and uh, what is it? Like some trap traps, trap yeah. traps uh, into uh, like all the river crossings, uh, like your Taiwan into into a trap, probably or something like that. And they also come up, uh, upon uh, some refugees on their way to River Run who cheer for her. Weirdly, well, they're like totally yeah, cool. why not? She's the totally yeah, lady. Like, oh, hmm. we know this this nice lady. Let's cheer for her. They say Riverlands have have a mommy again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh. She is milf, milf. <laughs> I would say that. Yeah. yeah. They've never seen someone so juicy. The milfs are returning. Nature is healing. Pippin voice. The yeah. milfs are coming. Yeah. <laughs> Fly the milfs with the ring to Mordor. <laughs> <laughs> Why didn't they ride the milfs to Mordor? That's the question. <laughs> you see, whenever Gandalf said "fly, you fools," he was talking about taking the milfs. <laughs> mm, they're taking the milfs to Isengard. Yeah, the milfs yeah. to Isengard. <laughs> <laughs> didn't we make that joke already? Yeah, we are. That's like one of our episode titles. So. Yeah. Was, oh, where, was it that exact one? This is a new iteration. It's, no, it, it was, was when I taking come... the titties to Isengard. So. Uh, <laughs> okay. yeah. Similar vein. Damn, that one's still good. You know. We've come full circle. That's mm. kind of beautiful in a mm-hmm. way. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a good phrase. Mm. It's it is. good. And it's like, we all remember that epic meme. Oh god, we love mm, that the meme. The 10 hour. Yeah. <laughs> The little song. It's kind of yeah. good, though. It's pretty good. It's a, it's a bop. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it is, yeah. Slap City. <laughs> We're about 20% into this chapter, Ken. <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay, <laughs> <please>. <laughs> 
You don't have to ask. Just go. Just, just go. Just, just go. barrel through. Yeah. That's what I do. I don't want to, like, uh, just, just kill the vibe, so. No, kill it. Shoot <laughs> kill the vibe it. in the head. While we're stalled, I do like the. I'm going back to the conversation they had whenever she gives her fealty, but um, Brand's like argument. Uh, the reason she gives for why she would want to enter Catelyn's service is like indicative of her honor code because mm. she Catelyn says like why why me, and Brand says because like you helped me and you didn't have a reason to like you didn't need to but you saved me anyway, so yeah. It's good. Hmm. As long as like maybe I just wanted one other person to remember the fucking shadow, but Mm -hmm. yeah, it's nice. As long as we're going back there, let's also note that uh, when Catelyn accepts Brienne's fealty, she cannot help but smile, even though in her last ten chapters she has been unable to smile. This is the first time she smiled. Yeah, and she's like, if only Ned could see me now having fealty given to me. Oof, ow. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. It's good. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. Okay. Yeah. So they arrive at River Run, uh, where Edmund has also called his Bannerman again, and they are camping outside of the castle. Uh, so when they when they arrive, they we meet our sweet little boy Edmure. Mm-hmm. They give each other more updates on the war, like. Uh, where Tywin has been moving, that uh, Rob has won cool battle against, uh, mm. and uh, this against is where the I Lannisters have a tiny, at Ops Cross. Yeah. I have a tiny little myth stuff that I'm not sure is actually anything, but it says he had not shaved since she rode south, and now his beard was a fiery bush. <gasps> and we know what Burning fire is. Like, mm. We remember the Bible, right? Yeah. I, mean, <laughs> I can't see. say I, I do. Edmure is Jesus. Uh-huh. <laughs> mm-hmm. Is that what that means? Um, it could be. I don't know. Well, it's I mean, not Jesus. Time, it's like I'd... it's like where God showed himself to Moses. So it was like pre-Jesus times. But yeah, well, that's the Orthodox dogma is that it was Jesus saying, uh, talking through the bush because it, um, it said, "I am that is," which is what Jesus said. But obviously, yeah, Jesus probably got it from the the story, not the other way around. But I mean, Trinity, so, like, Jesus is God in the Spirit. Yeah, yeah, but it was, like, that's what they believe is is specifically that aspect, because he's the Word, and he's, like, the... Anyway. But, uh... It's interesting that Edmure's bush would be on fire. Okay. (laughs) 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 Uh, All the Tully, like, hair is, like, the fiery... Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Did you think... Melis Sanders bushes on fire. Yes. Continue. <laughs> yes. Confirmed. Anyway, all <laughs> oh. all the Tully hair is like the all the red mm-hmm. hair is like the it's like the red leaves of the weirwood anyway to begin with. So okay. Oh, it so it's a weirwood that's on fire. That's something. Well, they're all symbolically oh. on fire. Mm-hmm. Wait, I thought they couldn't catch on fire because they're stone. Uh, that's if they're dead, but if they're regular. Oh, then okay. they can be set on fire. But I mean, like, symbolically, they're on fire with the, like... The leaves red. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So calling his beard a bush is just, like, alluding to the yeah. weirwood thing, I guess. Or it's just... Damn, yeah, he really, I mean, it... he really don't miss. George is just putting it everywhere. 
people will so. be like, why doesn't George just write the book? But they don't realize that every single word he picks has like 20 <laughs> meanings. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's actually a very yeah. good point, yeah. Yeah, it must take a while. Alright, so they give each other updates on what is going on, what has been going on. Uh, Caitlin confirms that Randley was murdered, but leaves out the details about the shadow. Because, well, sounds kind of crazy. It's a little spooky. Uh, they also see a bunch of Lannisters uh, hanging from the castle walls, and mm. she asks, "What's what's that about?" And we learn that Tyrion's A-team secret special plan didn't really work out. This is like, so funny. The way yeah, this plays out. they like tried to to free the the prisoners unarmed. Like they had the the strong eunuch strangler, I guess, who was supposed to take out the guard and uh some guy was uh was picking the lock of the cell and then uh another guy was imitating Edmure's voice to to command them uh to open the <laughs> open the castle or something like that and it it would have almost worked if uh if Edmure wasn't outside of the castle and suddenly returned and then the garden if you're out here then yeah. who's what? giving the orders <laughs> strange yeah <laughs> I'm imagining so. like that guy being like so excited that his like <laughs> impression talent mm. finally you know he finally gets to show yeah. it off. Would it be great if it was just like the world's shittiest impression yeah. and you're like, oh, yeah. I'm Edmir, I'm looking after my I'm, small folk I'm and I'm making bad battle decisions. Can you open the gates, please? <laughs> I'm just imagining the A Team theme song, but with like a record scratch. <laughs> you're probably wondering how i got here and it's it's, it's jamie in the black cells yeah mm-hmm. yeah apparently Which, jamie managed to do a bunch of murders yeah he yeah murdered a bunch of guys with with funny names as mm-hmm. as it happens wow god those are always the first guys to go anger and delp and long lu long lu Paul Pemford. Paul Pemford. Paul Pemford is so great because it's like <laughs> Paul Pemford is already funny on its own. But then Paul is spelled P O U L. Yeah, it's Paul. <laughs> Paul Pemford. Paul. I mean, it's either Paul. I thought that was. I thought it was like a miss uh, grab from my notebook no. again. It was supposed <laughs> nope, to say Paul. It's Paul. Hey, I'm Paul. Paul. Hey, I'm Paul over here. Hey, I'm getting murdered over here. I'm guarding here. Hey, the Kingslayer run me through. Hey, Kingslayer. Yeah, so the the Kingslayer for trying to, like, being escaped and killing a bunch of guys is now locked down in the the deep dungeons, the dark dungeons. Yeah. And uh, it's it's a bad dungeon. Cleos Frey, who like uh, is the envoy that uh, these guys came with, says, oh, I, "I didn't know nothing about it." So I'm just a little birthday he's boy. He's like, he's like in <laughs> in house arrest, but like in a nice cell. Yeah, he gets he gets um seem to believe him. Uh, Jamie's Jamie's yeah. old cell. So Jamie downgraded to economy class. And, <laughs> he's uh, in the naughty just, cell. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Bad and naughty Kingslayers. What's mm-hmm. the deal with jail food? Instead <laughs> <laughs> of a brick wall, it's just like a jail cell wall and he's chained to it. 
Oh, it's speaking of funny names, there's also uh, like a steward, I think, here. They say his name so many times. Eutherides? Eutherides? How are you? Eutherides Wayne. They say his whole name like five times in these three pages. Why? He doesn't matter. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, George said, look look at this cool name. Eutherides. (laughs) Oh, he's so proud of this one. It's like, I guess it's like an... Uther Pendragon thing, I guess. Uther, no, it's the same name. It sounds like some, you know, some Civil War general middle name or something. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, the the Robert E. Lee that used it for Eutherides. Yeah, something like that. (laughs) (laughs) I do like the name uh, Desmond Grell. Desmond Grell is a good name. Yeah, Desmond Desmond Grilling. Desmond be grilling. He j- he just wants to grill. <laughs> he just wants to grill. <laughs> grill cheese. Yeah, it's a grill cheese. Uh huh. Yeah. There's he... no there's no fan out of Eutherides Wayne. I'm sorry to tell you. No, Damn. Up. Maybe it's because they say I... his name five times in three pages and then never again. <laughs> He's never described further others. Yeah. Other than being old, old, I think. Brave, yeah. Gaunt and sour. He's yeah. he's the steward of Riverrun. Have mm. you heard about this? He's her father's steward. Hmm. Mm. The, the steward. His name is Eutherides. Have you heard of him? Eutherides Wayne, Eutherides. yeah. The steward. He's old. He coughed. And the steward. Once he coughed. Mm. All right, so, uh, and uh, they also have a quick talk about, uh, like, why is Edmure letting so much uh, small folk into the castle? That's kind of stupid when you might uh, be under siege soon and have to feed a lot of people. And Edmure says, but they're my people. I have to protect them. And He's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Caitlin says, right. oh, that's nice, but kind of stupid. So, <laughs> Caitlin harsh. says, you're simping for your small folk. This is so yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. Come on. <laughs> you have to let them die. You have to the, let Tywin the, ride by and kill all your guys. That's the reason why we call them small folk, brother. It's because they're really small. They're yeah. little. You step on yeah. them. They're what tiny. are these? Ants? They, they, they are, in fact, really little because there's a lot of like naked toddlers running around, apparently. Yeah, oh, yeah. Catelyn almost mows down a child. In. Yeah, Catelyn hates children, famously. <laughs> famously, yeah. <laughs> when she is, have she does have classism brains. Mm. So. Yeah, she's yeah, kind of rude sure. in this chapter. Mm. After she's been yeah. so nice to Brienne, she has to. Yeah. Uh, ruin all that. Well, she's well. pretty anxious about the upcoming battle. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And also, like, realistically, what what else should he do if, like, a bunch of people are, like, staying there and saying, hey, we need protection? And, yeah, I mean, there's, and there's, well, there's the camp of his bannermen outside the castle, so they would just, like, stay there and yeah. eat their food, I probably. I would make them stay outside. Um, or riot out there or something like that. So, yeah. I mean, it's not really a choice for him to, if he lets them in or not. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, it's unclear if they like came to him asking, mm. or if he just uh, please please come to my class. It's it's nice here, and I'll protect you. I don't think he yeah necessarily sent the word out. Hmm. Yeah, like especially hmm. if they follow Catelyn's plan that she wants is like insane for the small folk. Catelyn's like mm-hmm. uh, close up the castle gates and let Tywin's murder party ride by. He'll probably leave your mm. lands alone. Like yeah. no. Well, yeah, if he's like in a rush, I don't know how much, else. like, yeah, but, but if he's, like, rushing, I don't know if he stops I mean, to do pillaging. 
but yeah for sure i mean he would still like do foraging probably and just for supplies yeah, like yeah. Uh, raid villages and yeah. stuff like that so that's true for sure yeah 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 maybe there'd be like less assault but more mm. theft he wouldn't go out of his way mm. probably to like slaughter yeah, but if it's convenient. the way he's taken but that's not Edmure's sure. plan anyway Edmure's got a different idea mm-hmm mm. Yeah, he's saying they like will will engage uh, Tywin and like give him a fight, and everyone thinks it's a really good idea. And also, the Bolton sent the phrase, who we can totally trust, uh, mm-hmm. will take Hall and not then Tywin will have no way to like go back and will be caught between two armies, and, and they all crushing. Yeah. Which, uh, in theory, it doesn't. It's a pretty good plan. Sound bad, yeah. Everyone says it's a good plan. Yeah. I can't claim to understand the army plans in this yeah. series, but it seems <laughs> yeah, fine to me. Same. And then we'll talk I am but about a simple it. girl and do not understand the yeah, ways. Yeah, that Caitlin has um, has major patriarchy brain and thinks oh, if only like a man I, I I trust and respect would tell me if this is true or not. And thinks so. <laughs> have you asked her? Have you asked her totally yeah. uh, brain functioning yeah. father? Yeah. So yeah. thinking <laughs> of like uh, male authority figures. Uh, she thinks of her dad and uh, visits him and yeah he is feverish and uh, absolutely yeah. not clear and he thinks uh, that uh, it is Lysa this vi- that visits him and also it's like 20 years ago and uh, he just married off Lysa to John Aaron and says uh, sorry for like marrying you off to this old man but he's a strong man and a good man and uh, you have to understand that I'm sorry and he calls don't talk to yeah. me calls Littlefinger a wretched boy yeah well we don't know um, it's him yet but I mean, we don't know who it is it's pretty clear I mean anyone. we got this didn't we get the story it's already like heavily alluded yeah. in, in a way that it's like extremely mm. George P like do you get it do you get who this mm. could be I mean yeah, K- I don't Caitlin, think we Caitlin doesn't get the... it at this moment so yeah oh no she yeah. doesn't Not I don't think we get the big hints about it yet hmm um, and so, I do want to. We'll, we'll so. talk about the like battle I feel plan. Like if if more. I get that something is Littlefinger, because in previous like spoiler zones, when you said Littlefinger has been behind this, I was always like, what? So if like if like I noticed that it's supposed that mm. something means Littlefinger, then I always think it's very obvious. I feel like I didn't understand this the first time I read it that it was Littlefinger, but yeah, I don't just, think we've gotten yeah. the major hints about it yet. Mm. Although I guess mm. Littlefinger said that he had both their maiden heads, so mm. yeah. that's something. There's like, yeah, I, a, there's like I mean, we can't even tell it. for sure, but I mean, it's heavily. Littlefinger says a lot of shit. Probably yeah, but, that's, but that's at least like the seed of him being involved with Lysa. Mm-hmm. No, and we also the had this other flashback from Catelyn where she like remembered that they have both been kissing Littlefinger, mm. and that he yeah. tried to shove his. Uh, his tongue oh, down yeah. her throat, but that Liza right. let let him, and she all liked right, it. All right, all right, I'll give it to you. So I think we've got the clues, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You just wouldn't get oh, it's not a major, so much a major thing. Who he means here? Like there was obviously like some other love interest for Liza, and he Look, they yeah, maybe dis- it disagreed over it and had a fight, and he uh, he like uh, apologizes to who he thinks is Liza. <laughs> Except he doesn't really apologize. Yeah. Like I understand that he's like mm. just absolutely gone in his brain. Yeah. But he but he's like, mm. oh sorry, and then he like gets mean again, and then mm. once he feels a pain again, he's like, oh sorry, sorry, actually. 
Mm-hmm. Like, it seems like he's just apologizing because he feels like he's getting punished yeah. by the gods or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sorry to yeah, not be sympathetic yeah. to a dying old man, but I don't like mm-hmm. him. No. Yeah, no so I don't even know if he says the word sorry. He says, like, he says, the first thing he forgive says me. is, like, have me, you yeah. forgiven me? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but she says, oh, gods forgive me. Right? Like, he doesn't mm-hmm. apologize to Liza. He, he just wants that the gods don't punish him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't think he's even really sorry. I think he's just like, oh, I'm being punished, so I have to repent. But he doesn't feel bad about it. He just doesn't like having stomach cancer pains or whatever. Mm. And Caitlin also immediately says, you've done nothing that needs forgiveness, Father. So when he first says, forgive me, child, or have you forgiven me? So. Well, that's what you're supposed to say to your dying old dad. Yeah, yeah. actually, he, he, doesn't, say, he doesn't say sorry. He says... He he he, sta- he starts out with "Have you forgiven me, child?" Right? Mm. Like it's yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I feel like I feel like this is this is clearly like not a it's not an apology, but it's more like, mm. "Are you mad at me that I still need to apologize because I'd rather not?" Mm-hmm. I don't know how much you can read in like this, you know, yeah, right. what exactly dying, this like still. clearly dying and and confused, furious man is I'm saying. Just saying, obviously, if this obvious was like. No, I think he sucks. I think he's shitty. Yeah. I think he just thinks that he's uh, being karmically punished, and that's why he feels bad. I was gonna say, if this was like an apology video by a cancelled YouTuber, we would all be yeah. pointing <laughs> and laughing. Hoster Tell is saying, being saying, sorry canceled. that you were offended. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry if I hurt you. Yeah. He's sorry, sorry, if you, sorry if you got your feelings hurt. Yeah. yeah. Sorry if I married you to a guy 20 years older than mm. your dad. No, like, yeah. So I'm married to grandpa. There's just a big always sunny card appearing over Catelyn's face whenever she says you've done nothing that needs forgiveness. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so finally Hoster says, ooh, ooh, ouchie, give me, give me medicine, please. And the maester comes in and uh, gives him milk of the poppy and uh, he goes to sleep. And uh, the, the maester and Caitlin have a quick talk where he says, like, uh, sent the ravens out to blackfish and uh, to your sister they will want to be here for this implying that uh, uh, he doesn't have very long to live and she says yeah my sister surely won't come but you know let's let's write the letter anyway yeah i think Callan is like as sympathetic to lisa as she's mm. ever been i think mm. yeah Where she's like oh i guess lisa fucked some little boy well i guess mm. i can't be that mad at her because her husband is 80 years old yeah yeah then caitlin goes uh goes back to her chambers and uh oh my god who should we meet again our favorite you know Uther swain uh with... <laughs> waiting <laughs> with uh two silent sisters and uh caitlin emilianos oh they are bringing uh Ned's remains to me uh, <laughs> he, he just shows up and is like hey have you had enough grief today yeah look look at that yeah with a box of grief for you. you yeah <laughs> god like the the worst loot box yeah. <laughs> oh, no. damn this is a sweet yeah, drop. It, and it's your husband's bones damn okay <laughs> <laughs> yeah sure so they have laid him out. Can't wait to see what's in his loot box. Yeah. Umpen's casket. Uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah, so the silent sisters did their best, like they dressed him in his finest uh, clothes and like uh, put the skeleton together with like uh, silver thread or something mm-hmm. like that. But you know, 
Yeah, they had it's, to it's still just the skull. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. But you know, yeah. it's still just bones and uh, Caitlin's. That's nothing like an alive man to me. She thinks bones. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Oh, it is really sad. Bones, 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 <laughs> bones, I did this funny bit in my head. Uh, <laughs> re- regretfully, yeah. because it's famously funny scene. Yeah. No, but okay. So I will, I will, uh, I will circle this back a little and say. Um, so this is a thing that uh, Stephanie of Noise Space. Uh, posted in Edgecape at one point that uh, her boyfriend always sings or, or at one point sang Kazimir Pulaski Day as Cancer of the Boner. Oh no! Uh, <laughs> since since that infested my brain, I have I have been doing this thing where every time they said bones, I I was thinking boner. So it's like only the boners remain, my lady. Oh. <laughs> if only. If only. What if Ned Skeleton got a big boner? <laughs> oh my god. Well, if the Damn. White Walkers invade, then maybe they can reanimate the skeleton. Mm. And, oh, hey, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. You just wire on a new bone, it's fine. Oh. <laughs> See, this is why Catelyn is so sad. If there's only mm. bones, then there's no dick left. There's yeah. no juice left. Damn it. That's true. <laughs> She's like, my sun juice. It's all dried up. Oh. God, if only there it was is, a bone in the penis. I, I want to say, it is sad. It's genuinely a sad scene. She still wants the night alone with him, so... I know. What I don't know mean? what she's planning. Oh my god. Is this is this a Wuthering Heights thing? Oh yeah. I don't know what that mm-hmm. is, thankfully. Classic lit heads anyway. will know. Classic, classic Wuthering Heights stands mm-hmm. know what we're talking about. What do they mm. grab? So anyway, Caitlin also mentioned, uh, like, notices that uh, it's not ice that they brought with them. It's just some shitty random sword. They said, yeah, they kept ice and uh, only, it's only bones. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, Only bones. Sorry. And she also tasked. Oops, all bones. Oops, all bones. (laughs) And she tasked the Silent Sisters with uh, bringing bone net all the way back to Winterfell where he belongs. He's got a cool statue waiting for him there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and everything will be yeah. cool and fine. When you're yeah. <sighs> yeah, I, I think Catelyn is going to be winning. I think it mm. really points towards this is how she yeah. wins. Being the, yeah. Yeah. Will Catelyn get her revenge? I mean, she, al- she already smiled this chapter so things are looking yeah. up, she you smiled. know. She, got, she smiled. So she, got, she got her husband back. Yeah, she looked at some boys. Yeah, everything's coming up cat. Yeah. <laughs> everything's... She got a knight. Huh? Yeah, she got a cool knight. He's coming up cat. Yeah. <laughs> it's looking up. Her yeah. brother has a cool plan. Yeah. Yeah, he got a, an epic beard. Her, sh- mm. her shitty father is gonna die. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. yeah. Any moment now. That's another sunny card. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at my watch and... Doing the Reggie Fusume dance, waiting for Hosper Tully mm-hmm. to die. Uh-huh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, All right, any more thoughts on this? Uh, let's see if I have any underlinings. Uh, there's some like spoiler stuff, kind of, but we can get back to that later. Yeah. Edmure's battle plan is good, but we'll have to talk about it in spoilers more. But the plan okay. um, to like 
basically cut Tywin off from a safe retreat to back to Harrenhal, and then, you know, deny him crossing, uh, using the rivers. It's like, he's gonna have less forces, but he has the terrain advantage, so... It's it's a pretty good plan. Uh, just you know, other things uh, that they can't account for, and one thing that they don't account for uh, will conspire to make this yeah. not the best. I mean, even the numbers are looking quite good if you take like Rob and like the forces that River Run and like the Boltons and Freys together, right? It's just yeah, like the forces he has at River Run currently are like half of what Tywin. Numbers go up. Uh, yes. Roos has 10,000 men. Uh, I think that's, that's what Edmir says. I think he has closer to eight, but he, and he'll be, like, taking the castle, and then he would be able to do shit from there, so they could squish him, you know, mm -hmm. they could, like, sandwich him. I have to so, say it's Roos yeah. that the, that the Starks have such a trustworthy ally as Roos. Mm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we can talk about that a bit later, but I did <laughs> note something in this chapter that raised my eyebrows. <laughs> yeah. I will just I just have some more like random uh funny underlinings. So there's a there's a place named Nuns Deep. What? <laughs> oh yeah, going Nuns Deep. Oh my god. Where's that? It says the Great John had seized the gold mines of Castamere, Nuns Deep and the Pendrick Hills. Okay. Oh. Mm -hmm. Pretty good. I guess we could. We should probably also talk about this. That um, it says like Rob's repaying Tywin in kind for. Yeah, this is stupid. He doesn't... Yeah, I was going to mention this too. Yeah, fucking so, reading and shit. Yeah, Rob is. I mean, they're they're kind of doing. It's not really ever, you know, gone into detail on. And I, I, you know, my bias is saying that like it's probably not as bad as what Tywin is doing to the Riverlands, but oh, it's no. there's gonna be yeah there's gonna be like raiding and and killing mm -hmm. yeah. villagers they're and stuff like that. They're doing eye for an eye. This is so stupid. Yeah, I like mean, if, it's, if I don't know if it's stupid for like the war, but I mean, at, uh, at least they're gonna like take people's provisions and probably leave them to starve <laughs> if they if they need it for their army. So yeah. I don't think he's going to be, like, enslaving people mm. and uh, stuff like that, but... I mean, I'm sure Rob uh, isn't, but who knows about, mm. like, people under Rob, right? Yeah. Well, he doesn't have anywhere like Harrenhal to set up camp to, like, put people to work. It's, there's no reason for them to take captives like that. But they're probably, like, burning things there. Yeah, they're for sure burning shit and, like, stealing shit. cattle and... Like quite a few people on this command were were horny for revenge, as I remember. So, you know. oh yeah, yeah, definitely the Karstarks. Mm. Um, who uh, I don't know about anybody else being like extra evil mode. I mean, the, but... the Wendelly guy is always super excited if he sees dead Lannisters or something. Yeah, the Wendelly. Yeah, guy. Uh, Wendell Wendelly. Wendell Wendelly. Yeah, yeah. the Wendelly. Wendelly. <laughs> <laughs> Get his ass. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Remember I that mean, classic meme know, that's like, Sir, this is a Wendelis. Okay. <laughs> I'll think of the guy in the next chapter, Wendelo. Wendelo. Mm. Ah. Uh -huh. Yeah, that's a good name. Uh, yeah, I think... Uh, okay, I have two more funny notes. So, first of all, there's a... 
bit at the beginning where Sir Wendell Mendeley gives a whoop of pleasure. Yeah, yeah he gives a whoop. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it's like spelled uh, in like uh, italics. So it's, I, I imagine him doing like a very enthusiastic whoop. He had the great John would be great friends, like always being super hyped about anything (laughs) that happens in Drop Does Good. And then there's one more funny name. Uh, They mention a singer Mm -hmm. who calls himself Ryman's the Rhymer. Yeah. (laughs) Great artist name. It reminds me of of that um, Flight of the Concord song that is like... The rhyme not the rhyme and the hippopotamus. Yeah. <laughs> the hippopotamus. I'm, yeah. I'm rhyming the rhyme not yeah. Uh-huh. Not because he has birds on his back, mm-hmm. because he's horny. Yeah. 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 <laughs> he's horny. All right. Uh, my my one note left for this chapter is Stannis says that uh, everyone in Storm's End can be happy as long as they give them. Edric Storm, and Catelyn's like, "What the hell? You, oh, yeah. a bastard boy who isn't even yeah. your blood? Who would care about this?" Yeah. Sorry, John. Just a bastard boy. Just, just give him the yeah. bastard boy. Just, just a baseborn boy. Yeah, I would give John in in a second. <laughs> so, someone goes up to Cat and they're like, "Um, you all you have to do is give me John and Kat's already left like thrown yeah. John over the battle. Wait, I didn't even see what my threat was. Okay. I, <laughs> I would give him the bastard boy if he, even if he doesn't ask. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I would pay you to take this bastard boy. <laughs> I mean it's free kind bastard of what's boy to the night switches. He's got a free bastard boy for you, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I, I will surrender, but only if you take this bastard boy off my head. <laughs> Yeah, it's kind of funny that uh that steward he's like giving he's calling all the lords of westeros and like reaching full voicemail boxes yeah and they're, like... they're extremely <laughs> pretending not to see it yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> sorry bro we can't help you with your uh bastard boy <laughs> maybe just give him the stannis i don't know he's just running around like for one dollar take my boy <laughs> protect him <laughs> please please save my boy I mean, they are, they are all He's so pretty handsome. happy for that Stannis is, is occupied with uh, with besieging Storm's End, so... Yeah, yeah, pretty much. God, we can't deal with Stannis right now. There's already so much happening. <sighs> yeah. Mm. Alright, I think that's all non-spoiler I have for this yeah, chapter. Yeah, I think. Okay. Yeah, let's do yeah. Danny. Alright, we continue on to Danny chapter. Do you remember Danny? Pages. Here we go. Hardly, barely. A little bit. Alright, last Danny chapter, she was in Karth, and she was like, I am going to go to the, the the big fancy council of Karth and ask if they will give me money and boats. And we pick mm-hmm. up in Meteorez. She's just returned from talking to the big fancy council, and they have said, no, you cannot have boat. And she's very upset about it. She's uh, on the way home with her her friend, whose name I will say correctly, Zaro Zoan Daxos. Zoan? Sure. We'll I just never call know him how, Zaro. If it's, yeah. I never know if it's Zoan or Shoan, so... Don't yeah. just, with I'm just going to call him Zaro from now on. XXD. Like, yeah. XD. <laughs> He's extremely yeah. laughing. XD. XD. <laughs> Rar XD. Yeah. Um... <laughs> That's what the dragons do. Okay. They do. 
<laughs> yeah, so she she went to the fancy court. Nice there, I love you and dragon. Yeah, she went to the fancy court with one dragon and one titty out, and the people there were like, "Oh, a nice little dragon. Thanks for coming. We liked to see it. Goodbye." <laughs> they didn't. She she had like given a bunch of bribes and like done all the traditional tomfoolery that you have to do to come to the court but it has not helped her at all and she's very grumpy about it and mm-hmm. uh Zara says you know uh did you uh did you flatter them did you cry and she says no I didn't cry what the hell and he's like no uh that's <laughs> actually the the traditional Carthian weeping you should have wept because it's mm-hmm. what civilized men do <laughs> Civilized men just weep no. openly, mm-hmm. um, so cringe. <laughs> cringe of you to be not crying. Yeah. Cringe of you to not cry, yeah. yeah. It is kind of funny that this is, like, in theory a good thing, but it's just been, like, you know, turned into a kind of meaningless yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, etiquette thing or or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Like, it, would yeah. Be, it would be good if... It yeah, would be good uh, if it was socially acceptable to cry, like, any time. Carthian society, George has not made it very deep. It's yeah. kind of just, it's, we are it's all doing pageantry. How, pretty funny how Shadow, he makes some of this. Like, I, yeah. I alluded this in my nickname, but, like, the things you needed to do uh, to yeah. like, <laughs> yeah, get to the so court funny. is make a traditional sacrifice in the Temple of Memory. Offer the traditional bribe <laughs> to the keeper of the long list. Yeah. Send a traditional persimmon to the opener of the door, <laughs> and then That's receive so the traditional blue silk slippers, summoning her to the Hall of a Thousand Thrones. And it's like, like okay, Temple of Memory, pretty cool. Keeper yeah. of the long list, okay. Opener of the door. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's the title. You have to <laughs> give the boy a fruit so he opens the door for you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So, of course, like, the whole city is just, like, rich people mm. being silly basically mm. just making themselves feel yeah. important it's like weird ritual but is that any different from our society makes you think oh damn i'm, I'm thinking so xxd makes this makes this uh traditional saying that it is wisely said that it is easier to milk the stone cow of pharos than to wring gold from the pureborn so it's like mm-hmm. okay we have westeros mm-hmm. and then we have like eastos <laughs> For the yeah. east, Faros. and then there's Faros, far which away. is just a place that's far away. Yeah. Uh, is, I don't know where Faros is. <laughs> is this a real place? Yeah. So anyway, like, this place she's is full of stone cows. She's, yeah, she's fucking pissed that she spent a bunch of gold bribing some old guys who won't even give her any boats. But then she thinks yeah. about, yeah. yeah. Well, actually, all this gold I just got from selling presents that people gave me to come look at my dragon. So. I guess it's not really, like, a huge deal. <laughs> and it's kind of all from Zaro, because he's, like, set up this, like, sideshow, basically, of people coming to his house to look at Danny and her dragons. And they give her cool mm-hmm. presents, and she sells them. Uh, cool presents like a Zorse and a dead husband. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and she gets a fancy Zorse. crown, and she's like... A dead wizard yeah. husband. Yeah, a wizard husband. A sorcerer. Covered in crusted leaves. Yeah, a pick, my a pickled hatch wizard. Yeah, yeah, but somebody gives her a fancy crown with dragons on it, and she's like, "Actually, I won't sell this because Viserys sold my mom's crown, and it made him crazy. So, I will keep this <laughs> crown, even though it hurts my head because it's heavy." 
<laughs> gave him demons in his brain. Yeah. <laughs> you can't be selling your crown. Yeah. You need the, it. The, the crown keeps the demons up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, we hear, we learn more intrigue of Zaro, which is he wants Danny to marry him. And he doesn't really seem to have much reason for it. He's just like, oh, you're, you're pretty. Why don't you marry me and forget about Westeros and we'll just... Uh, go on a cool cruise and we'll look at nice things and you'll like it. Yeah, go looking for nice wine on a cruise. That sounds pretty chill. You know? Yeah, yeah. she should have taken the offer. Mm. And Danny's like, uh, actually, you're gay, so I'm not gonna marry you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she does say that. Thing like that get She's in the way of a yeah. cool cruise, you know? Yeah, because Zara's like, oh, you're so sexual, my 14-year-old friend. And Danny's like, uh, my titty's out and you don't even look at it. Not like my good friend Jorah Mormont. <laughs> Not like Jorah, who yeah. can't a, stop staring can't at her away. one booby <laughs> without getting a big boner. Yeah. Yeah, so Jorah die in hell challenge. <laughs> mm-hmm. Die in hell. First go to hell alive. Yeah. <laughs> Jorah's died twice. Yeah. <laughs> you only die twice if you're Jorah Mormont. Except <laughs> you can die more times if I decide. Yeah, so they're in, like, a palanquin on the way back from court, on the way to Zaro's house, and uh, it turns out that there's a, a street show <laughs> occurring. Uh, mm. her, her three blood riders are there, yeah. and they say a cute thing of, like, Joe goes, like, oh, there's a fire mage, and she says, oh, I want to see, and he says, then you must see, which is cute. I thought that was a nice I line. I love that. Yeah. I want to yeah. see, then you must. If you want it, then you have to. And yeah. come see the yeah. cool fire show. And he's like, I love that. Yeah. There's just like platonic uh, interaction here. That like, you know, he just takes her and puts her down onto his horse, and then I don't know. I'm like a sucker for like seeing people platonically touch. Like whenever John and Sam uh, like clap each other on the back or hug or whatever. Mm, but you don't tend to like, say that that's platonic, platonic, do you, Emmanuel? Well, that one. Well, that one. I mean, it's anyway. But the point is, is that. No, it's nice. I, just I thought wish that we they saw... were really sweet together. Yeah, I wish I saw we saw more of this. Yeah, her, uh, her blood, her blood riders. Yeah. There's a guy doing a cool fire show at the street, and Joe goes like, oh, it's a, it's a trick show because you look at the fireman, and then his little buddies... Uh, I'm sure. Sorry. You look at the but... fireman, and then his little buddies uh, steal your purse, and you get... Damn. Uh, yeah, you get cut first, and isn't that the, just the way it is in the big city? And Danny's like, I, I, Danny's like, you don't need to tell me yeah, because I, I know I know the ways of the street. But yeah, he does a, a magic fire trick, which is uh, I don't really understand where the fire is coming from, but he has big fires and he turns it into like a, a forty foot tall ladder of ladder. fire. Yeah, yeah, and then he climbs it, t- touching the fire. He climbs it as quick as a monkey, and then. When he gets to the top, he disappears, which Damn. is mm-hmm. everyone says a cool trick, a good trick, a yeah. good trick. Because everyone is and like, little finger appears and says, "Oh, chaos! <laughs> <laughs> chaos is a fire. Fire is a ladder. Says, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Ladders are fire made flesh." Everyone is like roasting this trick afterwards, but I think it's pretty yeah. cool. No, everyone likes it, except even... for there's some uppity uppity lady who says, uh, in the common tongue, it's not a trick. And Danny's like, mm. ah, shit, it's fucking Quaith again. 
And <laughs> That's creepy lady. <laughs> yeah, this creepy lady whose face I will never see. And Quaith says, uh, uh, half a year ago, this guy couldn't even do fire at all. But now he can do fire because there's dragons here. And maybe he just practiced. Yeah, yeah maybe you know? he yeah. just got better. No. Half a year of practice gets you really far. Hmm. Does it get you from not being able to light in a glass candle to being able to do fire ladder though i don't know um, i didn't go to magic school yeah, i don't know how yeah i think if you really put yourself to is. it if you rise and grind every day uh, <laughs> if you rise and rise and rise on the fire ladder yeah exactly uh-huh. yeah so anyway quaith is like uh you're doing magic so you have to go to a shy basically she like says it in a magic way of course uh, to touch the light, you must pass beneath the shadow. And Danny's like, mm. uh, they're not going to give me an army in Shy, so why would I go there? And Quaith says, they'll give you truth. And then she vanishes. Uh-oh. And <laughs> Danny's blood riders are like, uh, don't listen to that crazy lady. <laughs> and then Danny's I feel like, like <laughs> in these books, when some obviously magic person tells you to not go to the place that you want to go for like military reasons but instead go to another place that you know maybe that you should listen to them i don't know i don't know it's a scary lady i like that we get another like proverb that that george made up Mm -hmm. like better a man should swallow scorpions than (laughs) like the one with uh you would rather like milk the 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 stone cow or something like that yeah yeah. yeah, you know she, things she, that people just say in this couch. Yeah, better a man should swallow scorpions than trust in the spawn of shadows who dare not mm. show their face beneath the sun. It is known. It is known. <laughs> it is known. You know. I, I would say that it's known. Well, in Dothraki culture, it, it's like a moral failing to not be suns out, guns out, because mm-hmm. it's like <laughs> yeah. that's yeah. your dad in the sky, and you gotta you gotta show if what you're you not have. in contact with it, then you're an evil person mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah these people would not wear a mask in a supermarket am i right <laughs> <laughs> well in a supermarket you're you're indoors anyway so it's fine then <laughs> yeah they just wouldn't go in the supermarket they only go to That's the farmer's true. market yeah because there are no horses yeah, allowed so <laughs> can't go anyway yeah. <laughs> yeah anyway they try to bring the horse into the supermarket sir please leave your horse outside <laughs> Lops your head off. How dare you tell me New to get theory. off my horse? Oh, I thought this was America. Wow, I thought this was the Green Sea. <laughs> I like when Quaif says, uh, when Danny asks, what is there in Ashai that I will not find in Karth? And she just says, truth. And then she spookily disappears. Oh, wow. I think it's very cool. <laughs> she bows and fades back <laughs> yeah. into the crowd. Okay. I, think... I wish that was me. I would love to do that. Yeah, I think Quaif really has her vibes figured out. Like yeah. with the lacquered mask and everything oh, i just yeah. imagine she like yeah. uh, trying to to dramatically like walk backwards into the crowd and just bump into someone yeah i can <laughs> she the whole dramatically walks is back shattered. into the crowd but but actually they've already dispersed so she's just yeah, walking that's... backwards for a very long time <laughs> <laughs> she just walks that way she walks backwards and then goes ah shit my purse <laughs> <laughs> damn it yeah, to to walk forwards you must walk backwards, actually. Mm. So goodbye, Danny. <laughs> <laughs> you must moonwalk to Westeros, Khaleesi. <laughs> okay, so 
So Danny... What if that was just, like, an exploit in this world, that if you moonwalk, you can walk on water? Mm. It was just like <laughs> that would be good. Part it's a glitch. The... Yeah. And it's just the, the physics of this world. Uh-huh. Maybe. <laughs> Nobody has tried it, so... Yeah. That what if Danny, me. like, fast-walked into the corner of the bazaar uh, for 13 hours straight and built up enough speed to leap three QPUs <laughs> over to Westeros? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it would be good. It would help her. Although she still wouldn't have any boats, so... She wouldn't have any soldiers. <laughs> They spawn with her. It's fine. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You skip the to the next event, and it just loads. Uh, it loads with the, the army. Loads the yeah. checkpoint. The, <laughs> the universe assumes you must already have the army to be in Westeros, so it's already there. Yeah. <laughs> Danny just wakes up and like um, Daria Naharis is there, and she's like, "Wait, what happened?" <laughs> a, Damn, I'm a blue man. Mm. Okay, so. Mm. So Danny Danny leaves the town square and gets back to Zaro's house and she puts on a normal outfit and Jorah's there and he says, uh, you didn't get boats? And he, she says, fuck, no, I didn't. You're right. How about, how about we, yeah, we need to talk a little bit about some plans. And uh, she says, oh, Zaro wants me to marry him. And Jorah says, I've done research and here's what it means. Uh... When two people in Karth get married, they are allowed to ask each other for one present that they can't deny. Mm-hmm. And, and Danny says, what? And he says, mm-hmm. he would ask for one dragon from you, and you could only get one boat from him. And that wouldn't be a good trade at Damn. all. What if you asked for one fleet? Would that work or no? Yeah. I feel like it would work. Like, I think... What if she just just asked for the dragon pack? Like you just go, yeah. you just go second. Oh, that's a good one. I ask for a dragon. Okay, here you go. I ask for that dragon back. This is the this is the the, the exploit that no one in has figured then. out yet. Then it's trick. We're married now. What did I get for this? A wife. <laughs> yeah, I mean, what did Danny get? I meant. Oh yeah, good point. A gay husband. <laughs> Damn, wish that, that were me. Zero does seem chill in this chapter, so... He's pretty chill. Yeah. I mean, he's like, let's just drink wine and hang out. Mm. Yeah. He, yeah, he hasn't yeah, said slaves are like rain yet, so... He's rich as hell. It's impossible. Yeah. He's just bored and needs someone to, like, spend his fortune with. Yeah. He wants a cool dragon. Mm. I mean, who who among mm. us? Yeah. Give him Viserion. Yeah, give, pads, him, give him the shitty one. <laughs> <laughs> Rago no. bites her in this chapter. Give her that one. Give him that one. He's mean. He's just not used to the one to the out dress. Whatever. Okay. So I really don't uh, know why Danny... Danny would think she needs all three of her dragons. Like, oh. wait, what? <laughs> yeah, like she can't ride the other two. She's thought about this. She's like, what am I gonna do with two other dragons? Yeah, exactly. Like, what Targaryen in Targ history has had more than one dragon? None of them. None of them. Yeah. Well, no, but they that's why they have friends. Yeah. Yeah, so that's, she should just get a husband and have him ride a dragon. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. And then they can have a kid yeah. and they can ride the third dragon. <laughs> so she should just, like, get the first guy that... Well, it uh, seems like a nice guy is what I'm house. saying. She can vet him a little more, but... He's being nice to her so far. He's li- she's literally living at his house for free. Mm. He doesn't look yeah, at the city. Like, 
Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. He's already Only, better than he Jorah. Looks extremely respectful. Well, that's yeah. like he's better than Khal Drogo was. So I honestly, think like, honestly, uh, in this universe, it's got to be good to have a gay husband, don't you think? Like, wasn't Marjorie fucking set? Yeah. All I'm saying is that uh, famously, the situation of a young girl living for free in an old rich man's house is never problematic. <laughs> but he's gay, <laughs> so what's the problem there? Wait, <laughs> that just precludes it. All right, I, I'm just saying we don't know Zaro. Yeah, I think it's reasonable for Danny to I mean, not really give I'm a not, shit about yeah. his I, proposal. All we're saying is she doesn't need all three dragons, so she could have used to use a bargaining yeah. chip. I think that she kind of needs all three dragons. That's they are her children. Like, I don't need all, all three of my children. I can bargain one. Whatever. They're her babies. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. I mean, even besides that, if you give away your dragon, it doesn't just like disappear. It, it's going to be someone else's dragon, and what are they going to do with it? Get eaten yeah, by what it, if probably, because like, they don't uh, have target one. Then she just like, give her probably. dragon to Zaro, and then she says Dracarys, and then... Well, she doesn't know about that yet. She didn't. Yeah, we don't yeah, know about that. Unlo- yeah, she may unlock yeah. this plan at a later date. She needs to get the skill points and yeah. then put it into, uh, into Drakai's uh, dragon control. Yeah. yeah. Saying word. Right. Yeah. So yeah. basically, uh, Danny and Jorah talk for a little longer about, oh, maybe we could go talk to Illyrio and he would help us. And Jorah's like, no, I hate him. And Danny says, well, uh, what the hell are we supposed to do? And Jorah says, eh, I don't actually have a plan. This is why we hate Jorah. I yeah. fucking hate a person who's like, oh, that won't work, that won't work, that won't work. And then they yeah. don't have any plan of their own. So what the fuck are we doing, dude? Yeah, but let me also give give you my opinion about overweight people. Because <laughs> there's yeah. also that in here. Yeah, if you're like, fat, you're evil. And that's why we can't trust Illyria. I mean, Danny says, like, oh, she he if he wanted to sell me for... Uh, or whatever, then he could have done it when I was staying oh. with him. And Jorah's like, he did sell you to Jor- to Drogo. I mean, yeah, honestly, that's true, but he, but he didn't need nah, to say gluttons yeah. are greedy men as a rule and magisters are devious, Illyrium of is both. Like, that's... Sure. He's, yeah, not, that's true. Also, he's not evil because he's fat. Also, like, the selling of her to Khal Drogo was, like, not entirely in Illyrio's benefit as much as he kind of, like, brokered the deal for Viserys, right? Mm-hmm. He yeah. got a he got a he bunch got a of cut, stuff yeah, out of it. Yeah, but he it's not like he did it sneakily and evilly. He just he did it because it was like a plan that well, Viserys liked. Well, he didn't like it that we, much. But it was we're a plan. gonna hmm. we could talk about it in spoilers about that, yeah, but yeah. Anyway, I mean, uh, fucking sucks. But uh, Jorah at this point is doing the Nancy Pelosi thing of epically owning Trump because he's fat. Yeah. Sure. George just hates sure. anyone that Danny wants to talk to. He's just yeah. that kind of guy. Why would you want to talk to anyone besides me, Danny? Come on. I'm I'm a soldier that you have. Why do you need more soldiers? <laughs> Look at all of <laughs> this. Okay, I mean, to be totally man. honest, I also would have no idea what to tell her to do next in yeah. this situation. <laughs> so... <laughs> I don't know if that's a fair criticism that he has no plan of his yeah. own. It's like, he's just saying, well, we shouldn't trust him entirely. We shouldn't yeah. trust him entirely. If we go west right now, we're probably going to die. Uh, I do think his plan of... <laughs> she's like, Quaith told me to go to Ashai. And he's like, oh, we shouldn't go there. And she's like, where should we go? And he's like, east. 
that's you know what's is, east of Karth, dude? You idiot. You fucking <laughs> yeah, I was also wondering, like, where exactly does he want to go east? What like, else is there east of Karth, my guy? My there's fucking like a, dude. There's a bunch of mountains and then there's a shah, right? So that's basically it. Pretty much. Yeah. It's a yeet mm-hmm. I think it's yeah, the bone mountains. Go to anywhere like, but yeah. a Whatever. You can't just go to a shy, yeah. so I think she should go. Just take a look yeah. at it. And, you know, if you don't like it, I forgot like that it, this was leave. a plan that she had at one point of going just to a Just check shy. it out. Just try it. Just have a go. Yeah. yeah. I'm very curious what the truth is in a shy, you know? Mm-hmm. I yeah. don't think this is, like... I think we could talk about this here, because apparently, like, George had said that apparently er, he originally planned for Danny to go there, and that's, like, yeah. pretty apparent. Mm-hmm. Here, um, yeah. And... I feel like that could have been, like, the second... I don't know. Maybe it's, like, just... It would have been too early for her plot and character development Mm -hmm. and stuff to, like, learn whatever truth Mm -hmm. is there. Because, you know, that is going to be some pretty heavy shit. But... Yeah. I feel like this could have been, like, half Karth and half Ashai in this book. And then she could go to... And and delete 10 Tyrion chapters. Yeah. Could be. Uh But... yeah, but I don't know. Anyway, I guess I don't, is that yeah. where she's headed now? Um, right now, she just was following the comet to wherever, and it ended up in Karth. Yeah, and she's now. like, I must be. Oh, yeah. I meant like where the books are at the end of Dance of Dragons. Is she? Gonna, oh, like, I guess we'll find out. Twenty twenty. No, she's not. Yeah, I think he said that she's not going to go there anymore. But he it's still has up. other. You can't tell us like truth? that. Well, he has other means to show us what a shy is like and what what. All right. For okay. Danny to go there, kind of. Sure. So you can you cannot just go there. You could just not go to the <laughs> as easily as you can go. You can also not. Yeah. Well, it's you, like within everyone's choice, you know. Uh-huh. You can just look at it though through a glass candle yeah. or something. Mm-hmm. What? What are them? Right. Maybe. All right. So I let's just finish this chapter real quick. Uh, uh, Danny. Danny says. Uh, I need to. I came to Karth for a reason, and no one wants to help me, so I'm gonna try out the last people who tried to help me. I'll go see Five Three tomorrow. A very, very exciting cliffhanger because we all want to see him. Hmm. I do want to see him. He seemed nice and normal. Helpful. He did, and that's why we're excited. I do want to. I do want to see whatever happens here. Probably nothing. We probably won't mm. have to wait ten more chapters or however many to see what yeah. happens. I can't wait to finally find <laughs> out what uh, uh, what a warlock maze is because I feel like God, yeah. <laughs> mm. I mean, the, they do the, kind the, of have a warlock maze. Big mystery of this book, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> what everyone's been like. All, all those clickbait articles about um, you know ten mysteries that. Game of Thrones hasn't answered or ten mysteries that George R. R. Martin will need to reveal. Like number one is always what's a warlock maze. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what the fuck is a warlock maze, George? You have to tell us. I think the leading theory that it is a maze made out of T posing warlocks is a good one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we it's I mean yeah, it was okay. it was shown in this chapter that uh, like uh, dead mages are getting mummified, so oh. it's a maze made oh. of mummified warlocks. I think they're alive. I think it's like... <laughs> and they're like whispering little hints to trick you. <laughs> mm, I think you should no, I think like part here. of warlock training is um, <laughs> that you need to stand for like 100 hours straight in a T-pose mm. in a warlock maze. 
Yeah. Yeah, yeah. just clocking in for my shift at the Warlock Maze. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a single tear, a single perfect tear rolled down Zara's cheek. He's so good at crying. Uh, iconic. <laughs> it was pretty good. Uh. <laughs> yeah, I think this cha- this chapter is like kind of goofy, but yeah, uh, there's a lot of it's it's fine. Let's call it world building, just <laughs> random stuff that George thought sounds cool to make a culture. Yeah, what is so the, 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 the sorrowful men are thrown in there at some point? Yeah, yeah. the thirteen. Yeah, what the hell are the sorrowful the men? They're like they're like knockoff faceless men. No, they're just yeah. yeah. Just There's assassins that regular, go, sorry, regular good assassins dude. with a cool slogan. It's a pretty cool slo- slogan. Assassins. I like the sorrowful man. I mean, mm-hmm. what yes. I'm wondering, I think I they, they whisper it to like their victims right before uh-huh. they kill them. How would anyone know uh-huh. them? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's on the paperwork. It's part of the. They can just the not do it. You know, no one will ever know. No, I think it's. I'm imagining this like like the Terry Pratchett uh, Assassin's Guild thing, where it's like yeah. they're kind of like known for this. Like it's yeah. it's expected that uh, if if someone says I'm sorry before they kill you, you know, okay, this is a sorrowful man. It's mm. it's fine. I don't have cool. to worry. It's licensed by those guys, and they might be yeah. even doing it where others are watching, and <laughs> nobody's going to call the cop because they know it's mm. the sorrowful man. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, do you think anyone's been kicked out of the Sorrowful Man for being too cheerful? <laughs> I imagine them just being really bored and just, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, oh, sorry. sorry. Uh, I'm so sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Another day at the Stop. office, I'm sorry. sorry for killing you Whoopsie. like it's my fault. Sorry. <laughs> sorry, not sorry. Yeah. The clumsy man, they just trip over and accidentally stab you. The sorry, like, not sorryful man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, do we have anything else for Danny chapter? Um, there's some like green tea <sighs> kinda kinda imagery. She gets a uh, white and white. black bull. Are that anything? Uh yeah, I think that's like moons probably. Oh, yeah, she got some moons. Yeah. She's she's chopping yeah. up a snake and feeding them to the dragons. Yeah, I was kind of wondering. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. That's what the uh, the American colonies. Yeah, that's the snake that lives in Yggdrasil, right? Maybe. They don't tread on me, Snake. Yeah. (laughs) Well, there's like uh, anyway the um, the green sea stuff is like uh, whenever Danny is riding in the palanquin, uh, it's like there's a sea of Carthine eyes, and the city like murmured and thrummed and seethed, a myriad of voices blending into one low sound like the surge of the sea. So, pretty good. Um, I think that's like reinforcing what I claimed earlier that Karth is uh, symbolic of the weirwood. Uh, the other thing about the pureborn that she went to see, they're like the blood of the old kings or whatever, and they sleep. They're like really sleepy and tired and bored, but they're like sitting in big carved wooden chairs. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of like green seers. Oh, oh yeah, they live in a house. That's a tree. Mm. Okay. Um, and then the what else? Oh yeah, there's also the the thirteen, which you know thirteen's a number. Uh, mm-hmm. and then the there's the tourmaline brotherhood, mm-hmm. which tourmaline uh, is a gem. It's like another. Yeah. Yeah, that's one of the gemstone number gems. Yeah. So 
Wait, so if there's a 13, is Zaro last hero math or Danny? Well, Zaro's one of the 13, yes. so yeah, that would be him. That's kind of weird. I mean, he's trying to marry the yeah. the moon suspicious. lady, so... Suspicious. Alright, uh, yeah. my last thing is, uh, Danny says she has not the least idea of how to train a dragon. I think I've got a movie <laughs> for you, Danny. <laughs> 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 Alright. I want to watch that movie. It's again. a good movie. I have, like, mm. a little yeah, plushy little dragon on my desk. He's cute. Alright, uh, I spoilers have still not seen the third one. <laughs> There's a third one? Yeah, eh. where he finds his mom. Yeah. Wait. It's like the white dragon. Yeah. He's... I thought the second oh, wait, one maybe he that's finds the second his mom. One, yeah. What happens in the third one? The third one, the the little um, black dragon gets a wife. They realize... Oh. Yeah, and they realize they can't live with the dragon, so they send them all back to, like, a dragon world where they don't live with the Vikings anymore, because there's too many of too them. Too sad. Can't watch that one. Wait, why, why would they do that? I the first one, dude. I don't know. They suddenly decide that, actually, the message of the first film isn't true anymore and all the dragons have to be put in like a dragon only world uh-huh won't watch it nope that's any of the, of the yeah, dragons that... ever fall in love with the donkey <laughs> let's go to the spoiler zone let's go to the bathroom zone Fine. okay I'm the motherfucking rhinoceros. My beasts are fat and the birds are on my back and I'm horny. I'm horny. If you choose to proceed, you will indeed concede. Cause I hit you with my flow, the wild rhino stampede. I'm not just wild, I'm trained, domesticated. I was raised by a rapper and rider that dated and subsequently procreated. That's how it goes. Here's the hip hop hippopotamus, the hip hop hip hop. They call me the hip hop hippopotamus. My lyrics are bottomless. Everyone say spoiler zone now. Give me one. Clint, take. Spoiler zone. 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 Uh yeah. Okay. There's like a Yeah, that's what I thought. Is that symbolism? Yeah, there's a poison maybe, I don't know. I mean <laughs> it is kind of uh Is it foreshadowing of Ramsey? Yeah, I was gonna ask that. Oh, uh maybe. His but... dogs love him, just like this dog loves him. Mm-hmm. Think about it. Mm-hmm. And yeah, they did it in the show which uh George is adapting, so Right. Gosh. Yeah. <laughs> but there's like a poison, I think it's called basilisk basilisk venom that uh makes Ooh. any animal go crazy and just eat shit. Uh mm. so just... he like hit that with a blow dart or whatever. Wow, that's insane. <laughs> I think that the that's even in the, in the Game of Thrones uh like uh, role playing game that came out ten years ago. I think what? Uh. Uh-huh. Oh the computer game? Yeah, like the the, the yeah. strange okay. role playing game. Where no, you I thought you like, meant like uh, a tabletop game where you can no, 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 like no, just no. do that. No, like a video game. Yeah, mm. where George I cast George had a uh, cameo as a as a maester. I cast go feral mode mm. on yeah. you. Yeah, <laughs> your puppy dog goes sicko mode. <laughs> One of the characters had a puppy dog. Walking, you ran around oh, the that's dog. That's pretty cool. And cut. Mm. It's good. Maybe I'd have to play it. I won't. Stop. <laughs> it's not. It's not very good. There's not that much stuff left in this Arya chapter, huh? Uh, uh, the other thing about the dog is that 
anytime like an animal eats a dead person, um, it's kind of symbolic of them, like their second life, like entering the animal after death. Mm. So that's like what happens with Mormont and his raven. It eats his face. So mm -hmm. he's not literally a green seer in either of these, but uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, a symbolism. Yeah. So, well, about the dog eating his face. So the like the last hero math could also apply to Weez because he's like the first person there and then 12 people show up, I guess. So okay. it could be mm. more like last hero was a green seer kind of thing. Ooh. He says, I never thought the dog would eat my face. He didn't. He <laughs> 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 Alright, I guess that's all for Aya, really. Yeah, um, let's go to Catelyn. Catelyn chapter. There's, There's a lot of spoilers one in this line... one, I think. Mm-hmm. Well, there, there's one line in um, the Arya chapter. I don't know if it's in anything, but there's a line where we says, uh, "The seven hells will freeze over before he gets another horn of my ale," mm. which might be like mm. you got to blow a horn to uh, freeze hell. Oh shit! Huh? Or something? Yeah. I don't know. Sure, whatever. Or it could just be a regular yeah, saying that people drop a lot. Yeah, it could be just. <laughs> It is just a regular saying, but so is others take your eyes, so... I don't know, are we talking about Catelyn chapter? Or do you have yeah, more about Catelyn, the Catelyn chapter? Yeah, chapter yeah. So yeah, pretty fucked up that, uh, that when Catelyn says, Lord Tywin will have near twice your numbers, Edmure says, but you've forgotten about Bruce Bolton. <laughs> <laughs> I like when it says that uh, the, the reasons that that the the fuck the phrase are our friends are like oh rob is gonna marry a fray and uh -huh. bruce bolton wed a fray oh these are helping <laughs> us uh-huh uh -huh. this is good stuff good thing really yeah, snuck maybe, that wedding in there maybe rob should actually marry that fray daughter and then it will work yeah just, i can't wait for mm -hmm. rob's wedding just putting it down there Mm -hmm. It's gonna be so great. It's so funny that Ruth Bolton <laughs> just found the time to get married. <laughs> I'm a busy man, but yeah. I will wet a fray. When you're a uh, when you're a vampire, you can just do that. You just have all mm -hmm. the time. Well, he he threw the battle of the Green Fork and then just kind of chilled for this entire time, mm -hmm. doing nothing. Getting so, married, having yeah, a wedding party. Yeah, he went and had time to go. Yeah. So yeah, speaking of that. Um, I said earlier that the plan, Edmure's plan, is a good plan, and it's pretty similar to uh, Rob's plan. So Rob is going to come back and be mad because he was planning on just having Tywin chase him into the Westerlands, and the advantages for that, that would be better than Edmure's plan. Um, so he was going to basically, like, bring him into the Westerlands and then just, like, make him chase Ro uh, him to... A place where they would have a good advantage on the on the ground so like and then try to pick apart his army through like hit and run tactics and stuff because he's all cavalry cavalry mm -hmm. the advantage there is that uh they'd be like living off of tywin's land instead of having uh tywin occupying their own territory mm -hmm. and that's like the major advantage so but other than that, Edmure's plan is basically like a similar tactic of uh, that pl of Rob's plan. So it's like, you know, make him 
draw him out and then make it so he doesn't have like anywhere to retreat to. The only thing is, is that the, he doesn't account for is that he still has an open retreat to the south, and he has other enemies besides the Riverlands and the Starks. Like, so, you know, what's going to happen is um, Rob will beat him back, and he he will be stuck. But then he gets a rider from Bitterbridge that tells him about the Tyrell Alliance and that Stannis is uh, marching on King's Landing. So then he. He's not, they can't block him from going south, basically. Like, if they could block him from going south, then this would be even better. And this, like, would have fucking won the war, basically. Like, but they can't stop him from leaving that way. And then he goes and joins up with the Tyrells and uh, stops Stannis from taking the city. And then, yeah. Yeah. So, like, there's just a lot of things. This is, like, another situation where a lot of things have to go wrong. Um, for the Starks to lose the War of the Five Kings. And the other thing is that Roose Bolton, uh, he does take Hall and he does it pretty much bloodlessly because of Arya, mostly. Mm-hmm. Well, if Arya hadn't been there, then it would have been fairly same, the same uh, because he already had the plan. We'll talk about that later when we get to Weasel Soup. It wouldn't have been that cool. Weasel Soup. <laughs> yeah, it wouldn't have been as cool. Uh, but... <laughs> Yeah, he gets Hall, but he does that pretty much, like, without losing anybody. But then he just, like, sends off a bunch of people. He sends off, like, I think, like, a quarter of his of his men that are other lords' men to, like, go and just die in, like, random-ass... Uh, like, Duskendale is one. I think there's another place that he just, like, sends men off to, like, leech off power from other lords again. So he's yeah the whole time he's undermining them, you say. the yeah. Were you talking to your dog? No, I said leech because oh. you said leech. Ah. Uh. Because uh. he's the leech man. <laughs> okay. The leech man. <laughs> he's leeching he's power and he's man. sucking blood from Rob's uh, from from Rob's armies. Yeah. Makes you think. So anyway, Edmure has a good plan, but because of like one thing that he didn't account for and one thing that he couldn't really account for, um, it's not a good plan. Mm-hmm. And also Rob wasn't super clear on what his uh, strategy or like commands for Edmure was, yeah. so it's not entirely his fault that he does this. I do feel like he should have maybe told Rob about this plan. Mm. They also can't communicate, like, in both ways that's mentioned. Oh, yes, so, that's true. They said they yeah. can't get a letter to Rob because he's in yeah. the field or mm. something. No, yeah, they can't communicate, but whenever Rob left, he just said, like, hey, guard my my flank or oh. whatever, and that's it. And But really what he meant for him to do is, like, just guard the castles and but let Tywin pass. But he didn't really get that across. And, and sent my mom to the twins to pick a bride for me. Yeah. My mom. Which, she also said, nah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, there's not really any. We talked about. Uh, right. We talked about the fire bush. And there's That's fire our bush. War yeah. <laughs> for the episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Danny? Uh, pretty much got everything there, too, that I had. Yeah. I guess uh, there's the fiery ladder thing. Okay. Which isn't really that. It's not that like difficult. I, really I mean, it's is. basically fire. Fire is a ladder. 
I mean, it, yeah, he's like using magical power to climb towards the heavens. So it's pretty straightforward. Okay. Um, we're gonna see something similar whenever the the like staircase that goes up the wall catches on fire, and uh, there's a couple other like very similar things, but all of them are pointing to the like lightning bolt, uh, you know, and and the uh-huh. the tower kind of thing where it's like the same thing with Bran like trying to climb towards heaven and getting struck down yeah uh, I guess we're gonna talk about this when we hang out more with Piat Pri but I like the warlocks anything <laughs> cause they have blue lips like Euron cause they drink the same stuff right yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. they slurp it yeah. yeah is the blue lip like a uh, like a Tying into the mist stuff in a big way. It's like way. a reverse. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Would. Huh? I don't know. Tell us the real answer. Did you? What'd you say? I said it was like, a reverse weirwood because instead of red mouth, you have blue mouth. Mm. <laughs> yeah, no. I mean, that is basically like the. You'll see it really clearly once we get there. I okay. think that like the where the uh, shade of the evening trees are basically like color swapped weirwoods that have black bark and blue leaves mm-hmm. um and the all the like undying themselves are like the you know these like ghostly blue guys so they're like the others so um i don't know if the shade and the shade trees are like the same or related to the weirwoods like literally but they're at least symbolic yeah, it's just a magical opposite tree yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and there's stuff like um, the uh, shade. The taste of the shade of the evening is like see the description is kind of similar to the weirwood paste. So. Yeah, is it oh. isn't that evidence for weirwood paste real and not boy? It can be both. Well, uh, uh, weirwood paste is real no. boy because you do you it's, put it's... boy in shade of the evening? No, it's weirwood paste is Maybe. just spiced with boy. Like better. <laughs> yeah, I kind of think that it's like so they make it from the leaves, I think, for the shade mm-hmm. drink. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know if it's it's not evidence that there's actually seeds, but uh, yeah, I don't know. It wouldn't put it past putting human blood or whatever into shade of the evening. They are spooky warlocks. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, and blood magic is like a sort of. Everyone would thing, love to it? just drink human blood. It's true. Yeah. That's like his he, number one thing. He probably did already at some point. Probably. Oh, yeah. He'd just be doing shit to, like, see if he can get away with it. I, yeah. What if I it just does. drink a man like, right here? Anybody... What are you guys going to say? You don't have tongues. God. But what if he was just a horny pirate instead? <laughs> <laughs> He's also that. Haters will say that aspiring to be a god is uh, cooler than aspiring to fuck Cersei. <laughs> But which one is more relatable? Clearly, hmm. yeah. haters there. You yeah, you got the point there. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I know which one. I, I know. Me do. too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Is that? I mean, they might. They they might both get you killed. But yeah. that's mm-hmm. true. Yeah, but do you want to die with? But which one? Uh-huh. <laughs> I, I die with an open hand. Yeah. yeah. 
He died as he lived. Yeah, do you want to die with your dick out or with symbolically blue balls? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what they say? Blue lips, blue balls, can't lose. <laughs> Alright, is that everything for these chapters? I think so. Alright. Okay. Uh, let's transition seamlessly into lemon cakes. Oh, I'll go first. My lemon cake will be... I went to uh, like a, a nearby park that had a little waterfall and a little pond. And it was very pretty. And my dog stepped around in it. And it was very funny. Because he like <laughs> swooshed all around in the pond and like tried to drink it and like saw a duck. It was very funny. And it was delightful. Okay. Thank you. Sounds great. Mm. My lemon cake is... My garage trapeze. Oh, garage trapeze. Um, <laughs> my favorite recurring Le- character. Le- legendary friend of the show. Yeah, I, I saw some <laughs> great Twitter content about that today. Mm. Yeah, because I haven't been on and I haven't been doing much training because I've been trying to do my dissertation. But today my brain was dying, so I was like, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna do some routine stuff, and it was good, and I had a nice time. Nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, I hate to do a lemon cake that was already said previously by a different person, but uh, so I'm slower. I'm a much slower reader than Chess, so I have not finished it yet. But I have also been reading Moda Azushi, aka Grandmaster of Demonic Cultivation. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm only twenty five chapters in, but it's really good. I think like around the time this episode drops, you will also get me here to guest in a different podcast where I will talk about it. So. That's also like my preemptive lemon cake. I will say, since the last episode, I finished the book and the animated version and the comic version. So impressive. (laughs) Mm. Getting that content. Mm. I feel like I had one planned, but I don't remember it anymore. I'll I'll remind Uh, you ahead of time again next. mm -hmm. Let Rhino go and then. Yeah, I have an easy one. I literally made some cake again. It was very good. Looked yes. absolutely, nice. absolutely normal and not at all slightly obscene. Oh, I saw that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is that the one that is pinned in Pigot? Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh now, yeah. I mean, they look tasty. Now I know why why weird. most recipes call for you to quarter the plums instead of half them. <laughs> 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 just it did look delicious. So yeah, it was. I made a second mm-hmm. batch yesterday because it was so good. So. Mm-hmm. Nice. Maybe I should. I have uh, minus plums stuff too because uh, it's kind of sad. It's a, it's a bittersweet mm. uh, lemon cake because um, the my neighbor had like a plum tree uh, that basically hung out over into my yard, and she would never eat any. I don't think she would harvest any of them. But it, uh, she decided to cut it down to like, because uh, it was like right in the fence, and she wanted to build a new fence. So it's gone now. But before it left, I uh, got a bunch of plums, and I wasn't sure if they were gonna ripen because they're like pretty much all green. Oh. Uh, but mm. they they are ripening, and they are pretty tasty. Nice. No one stole your plums from the icebox. They were so delicious and so cold. I am. I don't know that. Oh, you, Very you do know poem, that, sir. Do I? Yeah. Okay. It's the meme poem. <laughs> <laughs> you know. I, I know it. 
Yeah, you know right. it. Uh, thanks for listening. Yeah. Thank you for listening to. Thank uh, you so much for listening. Oh my god. Thank you. I can't believe you listened. I can't believe you did it again after thirty episodes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Madman, or woman, or person. Uh-huh. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I need to go eat. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck Jora. Fuck Jora, especially in this, this week. One? Fuck Jorah, dude. Uh, he was barely even in it, and I'm still so mad at him. Fuck Astra. Even yeah, if he's yeah. dying, fuck him still. Uh, fuck Ruth Spawn. Oh, fuck Ruth Spawn. Fuck Ruth Spawn. Yeah, yeah. Fuck Little Fish. Fuck Tyrion, just because everyone can. Yeah, fuck Tyrion's terrible, terrible spy plot. Oh yeah, he fucking sent the guys. Aren't you excited to see what Tyrion's chain is for? <laughs> we only have one, six more Tyrion chapters, so we have to save them. <laughs> <laughs>